Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 6, verse 26. Let's read it. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread. Actually, some transactions, some translations will also say a prostitute will bring you down to poverty. So this one is kind of saying for the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, as in like prostitutes are cheap. Other translations will be like, a prostitute will bring you to poverty, or a prostitute will bring you to only having a loaf of bread. Both work for kind of our interpretation today. So, rereading the verse, for the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, but a married woman hunts down a precious life. So, I titled this podcast, It's Deeper Than Money, because I want this interpretation to show you a prostitute may bring you down to poverty or, you know, it only may be a loaf of bread to have sex with a prostitute. Either way, a prostitute is only going to cost you money. But then it goes on to say a married woman hunts down a precious life. Betrayal will cost you your life. And so when it's saying a married woman hunts down a precious life, I guess I'm a little, little confused here. Maybe it's talking about either if a married woman gets cheated on, she will hunt down a precious wife. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Or um, if you commit adultery, her husband will come for you. Either way, somebody is losing their life because betrayal took place. And prostitution, adultery, that's going to cost you money. But betrayal and the underpinnings of that will cost you your life. And so the entrepreneurial application for this is a recognition that it's deeper than money. Society runs on trust. When you violate that trust, you isolate yourself because people are going to avoid you for your reputation. And so it may not cost you your life in the physical sense. Sometimes it might. Hopefully it doesn't. But it will cost you your life in the sense of your reputation, your relationships, the things that make up our life. Like we all want money, but we all want money to make sure we're healthy people that have loving relationships. And once we kind of violate that trust that society is built on, those loving relationships go away. And anybody knows that when you're isolated and you feel lonely and you don't have those relationships, your mental health is going to start to go. And if your mental health starts to go, your physical health is following soon thereafter because you will start to look at yourself as a person who is not worth taking care of. And when you get to that point, you're not going to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, financially. And you're just going to be... um essentially you will have lost your life, right? Because of that betrayal, because of that lack of trust that has been branded on your reputation and people avoid you like the plague. So then you're going to want to avoid yourself like the plague, which leads to all these negative thoughts that a lot of us come up with because, you know, we get that, get that message throughout our childhood that, you know, some of us just aren't worth it or we want to be avoided like the plague for various reasons, not because you deserve it. Um, 
but because, you know, the people in your life were also treated like that. So they only know how to treat other people like that. And that's how you get caught in these negative cycles, right? So where is this showing up in my life? Well, through doing some self-analysis, I've realized that part of guilt in life comes down to a fear of isolation. And it's really hard to determine between my fear of isolation and conviction, right? And this comes back to people-pleasing. Are you doing something because you firmly believe in it, or you just want to maintain the relationships you have around you? And for me now, I've really tried to move in the direction of conviction, but I still feel fear coming up every now and then of just the fear of isolation. I don't want to disappoint the people that I'm around, or maybe I don't want to engage in conflict because I don't feel like it's worth the tension or the harm to the relationship and the stress it'll cause in my life. Um, so there's still that fear of isolation where it's like, if anybody really knew me, would they really love me? Right. And that's a doubt that I feel like a lot of people consistently have to struggle with because they're on the journey of learning to love themselves and learning how much they're loved. And so even though I've grown in that tremendously in the past five or six years, there are still places where I'm like, ooh, if somebody really knew that these thoughts come into my head, right, I would be in isolation because nobody would want to be around me. But what you got to realize is we are not our thoughts. People, um, you know, can be tempted. And then with that temptation, God provides the way out. Like, I think that's 1 Corinthians 10, 13 or something like that. Any temptation you're experiencing, it's not uncommon to man. With that temptation, God's going to provide the way out. And, you know, he's not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you because he loves you. So I think that's something that's really cool about these thoughts that pop into our head. We start to attach our identity to our thoughts. And really, we need to attach our identity to truth. And so guilt coming up in my life because of a fear of isolation, because of some beliefs that I have about God and about the people around me, right? I've been trying to take that fear of isolation and change it to conviction of like, I just firmly believe in this and I'm going to stand on my two feet and it's going to ruffle some feathers and so be it. And I've tried to forgive myself and have grace for myself when it comes to temptation, because it's like, God gives me the strength to conquer that temptation. Why do I need to be held captive to it? Right. And when I am in fear of it, it is holding me captive. So it's also shown up in my life with just hiding and lack of vulnerability. That's all around us. Right. And so we all kind of hide behind our faces that we show society. And there's a lack of vulnerability with each other. And it's because of that fear of isolation, right? And society's built on trust. But that trust, part of that trust is that we won't ask each other about the deepest, darkest parts of ourselves. Because we all know that nobody, we don't accept the deepest, darkest parts of us. And because we don't accept that in us, we don't expect others to accept it in us. And we don't expect to have to accept it in others. And so part of that trust is like there are topics we're not going to approach. There's vulnerabilities that we're not going to expose because that would put everybody in a real icky situation and nobody wants to be there. And that hiding and lack of vulnerability that's all around us is built on that societal trust, but also fuels the flame of betrayal. Because every now and then it's going to pop out because people can't keep it under control because I don't think we're meant to live with it hidden away, right? And when we live too long, it's going to pop off. And when it pops off, people get hurt. And when it gets hurt, people feel betrayed. And so um, it's really interesting. There are, keeping with the theme of adultery, warnings against adultery, there are 
people in community who lust after each other's spouse. And it's like, that is not something that is free to chat about, but it happens in many ways. That's why people have affairs. That's why adultery is a thing because people lust after other people, other people's spouses, or just other single people, right? It happens in community all the time, whether it's Christian community, Islamic community, like it is a human thing. It is a human sin. And so when it stays hidden away, people start to obsess about it. But when it comes out into the light, I think there's a scripture about that. It's, um, you know, it's easier and simpler to deal with because there's more accountability around it, right? And people are afraid of accountability because of the shame that may come with it. But if we had a different type of trust, a trust that we would love each other unconditionally, that accountability, that honesty, that vulnerability would be open. And I think a lot of this would be cut down because we'd be living in community like we're meant to. And then taking it back into the business sphere, a lot of people are looking for get-rich-quick schemes, or they're looking to betray their business partners, or they're looking to take advantage of their customers, and that's why you have Ponzi schemes and stuff like that. If we were honest about our pride, narcissism, desire for money, need for safety, um, and we were vulnerable about that in society, we'd be able to deal with that and bear that burden together, and then a lot of these business practices that the court is established to prevent and contracts are written to prevent, they would be um, dispelled because we'd be dealing with each other on a human level um, and a financial level, right? And so, you know, that's just my idealistic, optimistic viewpoint on life. Obviously, some people would still get burned, but then we would deal with that being burned on a community level as we do, which is why the court systems were developed, right? We have built systems around it. But how much of that system is built on trust and vulnerability every now and then you see the beauty of it and you see the beauty of humans come out because we trust each other and other times you don't and that's just is what it is so where do i want this to show up in my life i want to embody warren buffett's quote his quote was that a reputation takes a really long time to build like 30 years or something like that but five seconds to ruin and i want to be really mindful of that reputation and embody it and I want to embody becoming the person I want to be and the thing that you guys can do to apply to your life I also want to continue to keep in mind I want to start being the person that I want to become from a reputation perspective so in the seven habits of highly effective people Stephen R. Covey I think that's his name has the funeral exercise and you picture somebody really close to you at a funeral right and then you realize that it's your funeral so it's not your family member in the casket. It's you in the casket. And everybody you love is there. And they are saying things about you. What are the things you want them to say about you? About your character? About who you were? About how you spend time with them? Et cetera, et cetera. Write those things down and then start doing them. <laughs> so that's how you guys can apply this to your life right now. Realize that it's deeper than money. You know, a prostitute may bring you to poverty and that sucks, whatever. Or a prostitute may only cost a loaf of bread and it's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you money. But a married woman hunts down a precious life. And so betrayal, when you betray the covenant, when you betray people, it costs you your life. So think about the reputation you want to bring out into the world and then live into it. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. 
Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.